That's just a taste, a very small smidgen of a piece called A Baby Bigger Grows Than Up Was, which is hard to say huh? three times fast. It's hard to say even once, <laughs> actually. This is by composer David Smook. It's fresh in my mind. I just heard it performed. We heard Load Bang performing there on a new CD called Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Death. Well, I'm Seth Bostead from Relevant Tones. And I'm Phil Klein from Q2 Music. This is another edition of Soundword. Basically, we're just sitting around listening to new stuff and talking about it. It's two guys talking about music. Oh, no. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell that David Smook is drawn to these interesting titles is certainly a linguistic fascination in, in the music that he does. But where, this does is a, where does that text come from? The text is actually by a uh, person named Michael Kimball, but he's writing here under a pseudonym, Andy Devine. And what I don't know, because I haven't read the story, is if the story reads as a, as a normal story and, and David Smook here has chosen to repeat the text in that way, or mm-hmm. if that's actually the way that the story reads. Knowing David Smook's music the way that I do, I assume that it's actually the way that David has chosen to set the text. Mm-hmm. That is, it's in this kind of stuttery, stammery delivery. Is his other stuff have that element of wackiness to it? <laughs> he has a, a definitely a, a sense of humor, although... There's another piece on here for solo piano that's very much in the Vondelweiser minimalist style. It's absolutely a, a gorgeous, just kind of hang-in-the-air sort of piece. Again, I heard that live as well. But he does a lot of stuff for toy piano. He's done a lot of stuff with ice. There's a theatrical element to a lot of the things that he does. I mean, so it's, yeah, it's this combination of wacky kind of sense of humor. He also has tattoos all over his body that relate to different composers in some way, shape, or form. Oh I mean, so this, is a, this is a unique individual. Is, is Max Rager anywhere? You know, I don't know. Or? I know he was talking about them after the concert, and, and certainly Messian is represented... <laughs> <laughs> many many oh composers God. represented in, in tattoo form upon the composer's body, which is you know, next level engagement in a way. Okay, you and, you and the listening audience, send in your suggestion for composers you'd like us to tattoo on our bodies and we'll read them on the air. <laughs> and that piece, A Baby Bigger Grows Than Up Was, which I had to practice saying, <laughs> is from a new release on New Focus Records, music of David Smook. I'm going to turn to another piece of his now. This is called 21 Miles to Coolville. And this piece is interesting. This is a bassoon solo, which you don't get a lot. Now, there are electronics. Not especially in Coolville. <laughs> Coolville is, this is, this is uh, personal for me as well, because it's outside of Athens, Ohio. So this is a sign that said 21 miles to Coolville oh. on the road. And my mother lived in Athens, Ohio for several years. Right. And when I lived in Chicago, I used to go to Athens. I had no uh, idea there was a Coolville, Ohio. <laughs> oh, and it's beautiful. I mean, because Athens is up in the, in the mountains. It's up, you know, uh-huh. it's yeah. a very, very beautiful I, place. I, I should add, I'm from northeastern Ohio, so. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, great. Okay. So this piece, he's overlayering the bassoon in the electronics, and you're going to hear kind of a, more of a bluesy riffs here. This is a very different kind of piece. It's a lot of fun. It's got to be just hell to perform live. There's no click track for it, and he basically just has to memorize it and, and kind of hope for the best, because there's a lot of vertical alignment in the piece, silence, and then he's got to be exactly <laughs> in time with, with the electronics. So that's not something I'd want to have to do anytime soon. At any rate, here is Michael Parker Harley to perform 21 Miles to Coolville, bassoon solo, music of David Smook. Thank you. 
That's music by David Smook. We heard 21 Miles to Coolville. And I like that because, of course, music is temporal. 21 Miles to Coolville, <laughs> though, implies that somehow it's always 21 Miles to Coolville. You're never actually getting to Coolville. <laughs> oh, never... It's like the receding horizon. Yeah, exactly. The vanishing point. You never quite <laughs> arrive. There's a lot of that in Ohio. You never quite arrive. That was music written for Michael Parker Harley, who we heard performing on bassoon. Fantastic bassoonist, part of the Alarmal Sound Ensemble. And he's playing with himself there because there, there's overlayered tracks of bassoon, both actually playing the bassoon and also key clicks. So in case you're wondering, how is this a solo bassoon piece? It's because he's overlayered himself playing prior to what we're hearing. I heard that piece performed at National Sawdust, and it's a lot of fun. So as we were thinking about what to bring in today for the <laughs> Soundword program, and yeah, I was thinking about that last night. And the composer's name, again, is... The composer is David Smook. This yeah. is a new release. In fact, it was the CD release party at yeah. National Sawdust. Yeah, well, you know, this CD is fascinating to me. Again, it's called Nutshell Studies of Unexplained Death, and every piece is completely different. I mean, because mm -hmm. you go from that to this huge toy piano concerto where he's just beating the crap out of the toy piano. <laughs> I mean, Jeez, it's just I this aggressive, this. Yeah. I mean, okay. completely different than 21 Miles to Coolville, completely different than the piece that I opened up the program with today. I mean, Fabulous. so this is a composer who's really, really trying out a lot of different things. And speaking of instruments that have a little bit added to them, this is a piece by Chris Cerrone for Piano and Electronics. But before I get to that, I just want to say this is from an album by Vicki Chow, who you might know as the pianist in the Bang on a Can All-Stars. She does a lot of solo work, and she's been commissioning or having people write a lot for her. And this album called Aorta, which surprisingly does not come out on Cantaloupe, it's out on New Amsterdam, features music of several composers, including this piece by Chris Cerrone, which has a wonderful name. I love this name as a New Yorker. It's Hoyt Skirmerhorn. And if you've taken the subway into Brooklyn on what is the G and what's the other line that the goes? The AC. Is it the A and the C? Yeah, I yeah take that, it the, the A, <laughs> quite the, often. The C is where I encounter it. And uh, I've always encountered that station like late at night, and I'm usually the only person there. And I love to hear the way the train conductors, if you've got a live one, say, next stop, Hoyt Skimmerhorn, <laughs> which is old New York for Hoyt Skirmerhorn. Anyhow, it's a very, uh, this piece to me, I might be making it up in my head, but it does evoke an empty cavernous subway station late at night on a cool fall, damp, you know, whatever. So here it is, performed by Vicki Chow.
Hoyt Skirmerhorn, the name of a New York subway station and the name of a piece by Christopher Cerrone, performed here by Vicki Chow from her New Amsterdam release, Aorta, which came out, oh, I guess about two months ago now. It's really a wonderful collection, which I highly recommend. I like this idea that you talked about before we heard the piece of this representing a train station late at night, ghostly. It's my, exp- I've never, I've been in that station maybe a dozen times in my life, and it seems like I'm always there at night, and it's an all, it's always empty. So, yes, when I heard this piece, I thought, yeah, that's how I remember White Skirmer <laughs> And it's beautiful, because sometimes you're, you're trying to get home at two in the morning, the train's not coming, and, and you're, mm-hmm. you're thinking anything but thoughts 
that that piano is. <laughs> you're thinking anything but beautiful thoughts. You're thinking, come on, where's this train? I want to go home. Yeah. So this is sort of like, you know, it's late at night, it's ghostly, but you're at peace with yeah. it as well. Also, a very subtle use of electronics with the piano, very beautifully done. Is that some of the added resonance? Is that in the electronics or is that in the yes. making of the piano, uh, do you think? Well, I think the reverberance is added. I've heard one other recording of this piece, which was done privately by uh, Timo Andres, who's a good friend of Chris Arons, and the sound is very similar, so I assume that he... Well, I don't know if you've ever looked at an old Sariajo score where she gives you exact map of how to set your reverb up for it. You know, I think there's a little bit of that there, but I'm just guessing. Ah, it's beautiful. I mean, this is a piece you can really lose yourself in, and it is that reverb, that ambient sound, I think, that's helping do that. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. And today is another of our recurring episodes of Soundword, in which I sit down with Phil Klein from Q2 Music to discuss new releases and other pieces of music that are new to us and hopefully new to you as well. To subscribe to our podcast for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, or for a complete playlist of the music we featured on the program today, you can visit relevanttones.com. And if you'd like to hear a 24-7 stream of music like this, you can visit q2music.org. I wanted to play another track from that same Vicky Chow Aorta record. Just about everything on the record is very interesting, but this piece jumped out at me. It's by a young composer who I only know a little bit about named Molly Joyce. I believe she's in her mid-20s from Pittsburgh, like many great composers. <clears throat> but... Uh, are born. you from Pittsburgh? I <laughs> was born there. Oh, that's a, thanks for asking. Uh, I think I lived there until I was about eight months old. Um, Molly is currently at Yale. I know I was I was uh, up at Yale recently, and she sort of popped out of the crowd and introduced herself. I had no idea who, who at the time, no idea who she was. But uh, anyhow, I've heard a few of her pieces, uh, including some that we have here that are not released, and I've been very struck by the sort of strength and authority of her voice. It's its kind of an interesting mixture of expertise and intuition. Um, her music has often a, a somewhat abrasive, aggressive quality to it, and she also engages electronics very actively. I mean, there, there's some of that kind of like subtle stuff like we heard in the, in the Cerrone piece, but there's also uh, she likes to amp things up a bit, uh, sometimes add what shall we say, driving forward rhythms and stuff, and you will hear some of that in this piece called Rave.
Rave by Molly Joyce. And that is from Vicky Chow's Aorta record. And I would say Molly Joyce is a composer to watch. I, I just got hold of a brand new EP of her music, which is coming out of New Amsterdam. And maybe we'll be talking about that in a few weeks. You said she's a Yale composer. Do you think, I mean, there's, there's a Yale sound, right? That sort of Martin what, Bresnik, Yale. I think she's also a Juilliard composer. I think she had early training in Pittsburgh. I think she's been to a number of places. So I was going to say, this is a different direction a little bit, like you said, she, with the driving rhythms. and. Yeah, I think that she's in there for a little bit of a graduate finishing and networking or something like that. <laughs> well, it's a great place for networking, <laughs> needless to say, especially if you're going to plan to move to New York. Yep. Let's go from solo piano to a piece for percussion quartet. Of course, the percussion quartet over the last few years is just becoming wildly popular. They're, they're popping up all over the country, and Chicago has their very own Third Coast Percussion. And in my humble opinion, of course, I'm biased, they're one of the best. <laughs> uh, this piece is a huge piece by Jeff Henriot. It's a brand new release, also on New Focus Records. And I want to play the first movement of it. It's called Clouds of Stone. This is a long movement. It's about 16 minutes uh, of these wonderful bell sounds, so we're going to excerpt it. But here is Third Coast Percussion to perform Clouds of Stone by Jeff Henriot.
That's a large-scale work by Jeff Herriot called Clouds of Stone. He calls it a collection of interwoven myths about origins, life cycles, and the pace and significance of change. We heard an excerpt of the first movement, Clouds of Stone. This is all percussion. We heard Due East and Third Coast percussion performing. This is a new release on New Focus Records, and it's, it's a meditative listen. I mean, those bell sounds, they get you right in the beginning. And then you get used to them, and then you, you kind of go into this other place, which is, I think, what he's looking for. This is not music that, that happens in the now. This is, this is timeless music, uh, uh, you know, geologic kind of epical <laughs> pacing is what he's thinking here. The last piece we have time for on the program is by composer Matthew Brown, another young voice, a composer I hadn't heard before, but I heard him live at the Tribeca New Music Festival, which is a festival that goes on throughout the year. This doesn't happen at one time of the year. There are concerts throughout the year in a wonderful small venue called The Cell. And in, it's in Chelsea. And I really enjoyed this piece a lot. It's for string quartet. The quartet is called Seven Sons. I also thought they were kind of fun because they call themselves a heavy metal string quartet, which I know, Phil, you have your doubts about. <laughs> but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I never believe it until I hear it. <laughs> uh, heavy metal doesn't always translate so well to, uh, to acoustic string instruments, does it? Or even electric guitars, frankly. But. Right, exactly. The piece is called Great Danger, Keep Out. It's performed here by Seven Sons an important emerging string quartet. They've named themselves after an apocalyptic Buddhist prophecy, which, uh, well, maybe that's timely at the moment. At any rate, we're going to hear Fung Chern Hui and Amanda Lowe on violins, Earl Mannion, viola, and Jennifer DeVore, cello, performing Great Danger, Keep Out, by composer Matthew Brown.
Yeah, that piece is a lot of fun. There, there's that sense of seesawing motion in the glisses and <laughs> the in the violins and violas, and yet it's it's a there's a great rhythmic groove to it as well. That's music by composer Matthew Brown. The piece is called Great Danger, Keep Out. We're actually hearing a live performance there from the Seven Sons String Quartet from the Tribeca New Music Festival. That's all the time we have on the program today for another in our recurring episodes of Soundword. I'm Seth Bosted from Relevant Tones. This is Phil Klein from Q2 Music. Thanks so much for listening. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis and engineered by Hannes Brown. Special thanks to our intern Liz Peterson and additional production help provided by Rebecca Neistat. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bosted from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.